What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've got the largest audio boner you can you can imagine. It's a sound erection. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the bit right there, man. Hey everybody, I'm Travis. Hey, and I'm Brandon. And this is Apathetic Enthusiasm. Thank you for listening. As always. Yeah. I am your host. And and I am your host. I, we're your hosts. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't do I didn't do that right. I guess we're co-hosts. Yeah, I think with the most. You know, we didn't. We've never actually discussed this. Um, so I think right now, in in front of our listeners, we should really discuss how we delegate our tasks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who, who's 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 sidekick? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I think there should be some sort of, I don't know, like battle royale where we fight to the death to decide who's who's the lead host i think that's a good idea and it'll it'll make it hard for the other person to co-host when <laughs> when they're dead but oh uh, whatever one, one of my one of my buddies he used to have this suggestion whenever there was an argument out argument about who was in charge he'd say get a 50 gallon drum of lube toss some knives some ninja stars in the bottom and it's it's either f or f Whoever. F or fight. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you All determine right. what the keep, first keep, F is. Keeping that explicit tag off the podcast. Good F job, or Randy. F. F or F. <laughs> All right, guys. So this week we're going to be talking about uh, a show that you've probably already watched. Uh, you, you may have watched it. You may have not watched it. You may be waiting for it to download on your computer. But you know what it is. It's Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones season five is is back. The I want to do the theme song, but the only theme song that comes to mind is the Johnny Quest, The Adventures of Johnny <laughs> Quest theme song. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, <laughs> it, that is by far the best animated theme song. It's probably my favorite animated theme song. Um, and we'll cover that in a future episode of Athletic Enthusiasm. <laughs> but for now, we're talking about Game of Thrones. Uh, it's back. Uh, it's for the first time available without a cable subscription. If you have HBO Go. Or HBO Now, 
which I was alerted to its availability on my Apple TV when I turned it on the other day. Hua? Yeah, they want they want me to <laughs> they want me to get that first month free. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Game of Thrones is back, and, and yeah. I'm excited. It's it's a very popular show, possibly one of the most popular shows on cable. And uh, yeah, I yeah. can't I can't think of a more popular show than um, it right now. Well, on 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 primetime cable, right? Sure. Um, I don't know. Maybe um, maybe Sex in the City. Uh, I don't even think that's a show anymore. Is it? I don't. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, what else is Jake and the Neverland Pirates? Is that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I have a skewed yeah, uh, uh, metric in my house as Alfred far as what's Hitchcock popular. presents. <laughs> is that? Um, but yeah, so Game of Thrones, the the show that I like to think has two audiences. Uh, it has the folks that love the show because of the acting and the yeah. story and the things that they are presented on television. Sure. And then there's the folks that have read all the books and are passionate about the books and love just seeing it played out on the small screen. Right. Which which one of those viewers are you? I am definitely a TV watcher. Uh, mm-hmm. I have I went ahead and purchased all the books. Yeah. Read most of the first one. <laughs> realized I had seen all of this pretty much exactly happen on television, mm-hmm. and then decided to finish my degree instead. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and while you finished your degree, you also watched Game of Thrones. Well, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, you know, you got to take breaks. So. Um, I, I have not I have not watched no I take it back I have watched I've watched the show I have not read the books but I I feel and this is just this is just Brandon speaking okay I feel that I know more than the general viewer about so, Game of Thrones you you don't necessarily fall into those two categories correct you are this weird third you know you're that center wedge in the <laughs> Venn diagram of <laughs> Uh, I'm the I'm the I'm the person that both people who are just purely viewers and the book readers hate. Maybe you're actually outside the Venn diagram. You're like that <laughs> dot, yeah. like way outside, because uh, you like to go. I have no representation. <laughs> you like to peruse the interwebs for your information. Yes, I used to, I used to work twelve hour shifts on on mids, so from six in the that evening. That sounds like a blast. To six way. in the morning. So what I would do a lot of times is is browse the the Webernets, mm. and what I found was I watched Game of Thrones. I loved the show. Um, I was working on a degree at a time. I didn't really have time to read the books fully. I, I didn't have time to um, invest as much time as I wanted to on them. So what I did instead was I spent a lot of time on my breaks studying for my degree on a wiki of Fire and Ice. There you go. The Game of Thrones Wikipedia page. And because because you're reading that site you're not only getting additional insight about the shows you've already seen, it's also covering stuff that's in the books. And so now you're reading ahead and yes, um, a more condensed version, I guess. Absolutely. It's very much a cliff notes version of, of the novels. Okay. So season five is coming out. Yeah. Something that we saw in season four is there was a little bit of a divergence from the source material for the show where, not necessarily everything that happened was directly out of the books. You had certain characters that were sort of a blend of multiple characters. Other storylines were omitted or they kind of embellished more on a storyline to, to fill it out a little bit more for TV. Season five is going to take that and go even further 
because now we're going to start seeing things that haven't even been introduced in books yet. And and we've already started to see some of some things that haven't been introduced in books. Okay. Um, so I forget which episode it was, but at the beginning, middle of season four, there's a scene with the, I guess, King of the White Walkers mm-hmm. bringing one of the infants from the camp outside the, the wall, setting them in like a platform in the middle of a bunch of different White Walkers, touching them on the forehead and turning the baby into a White Walker. That scene isn't in the books. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> so that is something, you know, that is an addition um, to people who have read the books who are like, whoa, okay, I haven't, haven't yeah, seen this. That, where is this coming from? Yeah. I, I Book think, spoiler. <laughs> I think it's a, an interesting thing because you had, now I'm, if you read all the books and you love them, I, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> um, but there was this little bit, I mean, for some people, maybe a, a smug feeling of like, Oh, you re- you're really excited about this wedding scene, huh? Well, uh, uh. just wait. Or oh, you really like Ned Stark? Yeah, he's a great guy. He's one of one of my. Fa- just wait until the end of season one. Yeah, the the good guys always win. <laughs> um, so now, that they can't be so sure in what they've read yeah. because certain things are changing, and. Now they're even going to be seeing things that they haven't had the opportunity to read yet. So yeah. they're being surprised with the rest of us uh, as this new stuff is coming out. I think that's an interesting kind of change. And yeah, um, I, I think for like the major plot beats, I I don't think they're changing too much of that. What I what I think they they change is 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 to streamline the the show itself. You know, combining characters, um, changing some motivations here and there. I think what that does is is keep people who don't read the novels glued in. Yeah, and I and I mean it's this debate that has sort of been historic ever since they started making movies and yeah. films based any, on books. Any adaptation, is, you yeah. know the book is always better or whatever. It you can't get the same level of detail and there I think I I said this on a previous podcast when we talked about the Running Man. Yeah. I said the book was better. Um I I the same thing with Jurassic Park, honestly. I There and take with, it back with to episode a, 1. With with a TV show especially with the budget that HBO has, they have the opportunity to dig into a lot of detail with all these characters. And I think because the source material is so robust, I think that's part of the reason why the show has been so successful. Yeah. But because the medium is so different, you have to change certain things. You you can't, you can't get into the same level of detail on a show or you're going to lose your audience. Well, Um, well, I mean, I think we're getting away from Game of Thrones, but as a Stephen King reader, I, I think that's one of the big reasons why all his movies aren't as good as his books. It's because there's a lot of internal, internal monologuing in right Stephen the King's conflict works. that takes place like in, a, in a, within yeah. an individual. And, and it's hard to express. And how do you externalize that? Right. You know. So, um, with that said, it's still a great show. Yeah. Uh, so far, the reviews I've read for season five, they say that I, I there were p- parts in season four where it kind of got stale a little bit mm-hmm. or certain certain episodes kind of yeah. dragged on. But the reviews I read so far say season five comes out hitting there. There's there's a lot of um, exciting stuff that happened. Or did I say season four comes out? No, you said season. Well, you meant season five. That's I meant all, season that's five. all that matters. <laughs> I hear season five is going to be really good. Um, 
I'm excited. Yeah. I know you're excited. Yep. Another group that's excited are the folks at the was it children's television workshop? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this week. PBS. This week, uh, the folks at Sesame Street actually released a video. Um, I'm I'm assuming this was something that was actually on one of the Sesame Street episodes, but it was the game of chairs. It was a parody. Dun, dun. <laughs> That they did of Game of Thrones for Sesame Street. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's out on YouTube. Go check it out. Uh, I thought it was really funny. Um, I watch a lot of children's television because <laughs> my kids are young. So maybe I have a skewed perspective. But, <laughs> um, basically, a rough synopsis. They, they explain the game of musical chairs mm-hmm. using puppets that look like Game of Thrones characters. Yep. Uh, I, Grover is is like uh, something Blue Joy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they use a lot of references to the show. Um, they they have the mommy of dragons. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm surprised they didn't they didn't call him Reek at one point. <laughs> <laughs> they they could have totally worked that in. Like said he smelled and yeah. like reeked or something. Anyway, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> there's a point where like, and she's not even like they had to make a whole puppet for this and she's in for like one line, but like the red woman pops up as, as Grover's haphazardly trying to explain this game. And she just comes up and says, the monster is blue and full of errors. And <laughs> I mean, that's like a dad joke for me that I just, it hits me right in my heart. It, it so. just, it just hits you right there. Um, but in your, in your, in your funny chest, <laughs> what <laughs> right in my, right in my funny chest. Uh, uh, this got me thinking a little bit uh, about another announcement that came out this week. Yeah, that the Muppets, or the Muppet Show, is is in the works for a reboot. The Muppets do this all the time, where especially with the variety show, where they take source material that's maybe not necessarily for kids, right? But they play it in a way that's appropriate for the whole family. And because the characters are fun and colorful, it's fun for kids. But then, meanwhile, it's hysterical for adults. Uh, <laughs> you're a big Muppet fan. Yeah, I'm a big Muppet fan. We're we're, we're Muppet we're Muppet enthusiasts here <laughs> on Apathetic Enthusiasts. I mean, we don't we don't like do cosplay or anything. But no, I, mean, I will I will not cosplay. I have I have to my I will go to my grave. Not <laughs> I have a, I have a DVD backlog of, of the Muppet shows. <laughs> um, what do you think about? bringing back the Muppet show for a current audience. I have two thoughts on that. One is I'm hesitant for them to bring back the Muppet show. When the, when the new Muppet movie came out, uh, with Jason Siegel, the 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 actual, the the Muppets, the Muppets with Jason Siegel. When that came out, it, it, it struck a nostalgic nerve in me and like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go here. I, I teared up a little bit at the end of the movie. Uh, in you're the you're not alone. You're not alone. Um, because I was like, this "My is, kids cry." This is amazing, you know. Um, I have not seen Muppets Most Wanted. You have not seen that movie. I have not because I'm afraid to because I've heard not great things about it. <laughs> I have it on Blu-ray. I'll let you borrow it. Uh, I'm sorry. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> but that, that I mean, that's exactly why I'm afraid to watch it because I feel like it's going to let me down. And so. To reboot this, the Muppet Show is an actual variety show on on primetime television. That that worries me a little bit about on from that aspect. I, I I'm right there with you. I think the Muppets, the 
plot of that show, sort of this like getting the band back together. Um, they're able to for the actual Muppets movie, the 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 reboot, I guess, with uh, Jason Siegel. Yeah, it broke the show or the the movie into two parts, where the first mm-hmm. half was like a Muppet movie, where they had a road trip, they were they were getting in yeah. all these zany adventures and you know all this <laughs> stuff, um, with the anticipation to restart their show, have this yeah. one last show to raise some money, and then the whole second half was the Muppet show. Yeah. And, and they they were able to take those two, the small screen and the big screen aspects of the Muppets and, and jam them together. Yeah, that's right. And, and that second half of the movie where they have Jack Black on the show, they have a bunch of like current entertainers. <laughs> bum, bum, they, they, bum, bum. They, do, like uh, they do the barbershop. Yeah, quartet of Teen Spirit. I, I was just like, um, I loved all of that stuff. And so when they said they wanted to reboot the show, I was like, okay. Yeah. We're going to get the second half of the Muppets, right? And you can have current celebrities, yep. current comedians that are hilarious and do parodies of mm-hmm. current films, have, uh, you know, rewrite songs that are popular today <laughs> that, you know, have chickens clucking the lyrics or something like right. that. Um, and, and, you, and you don't even need to rewrite the lyrics from some of these songs. Like I remember back on the original Muppet show, uh, which I watched on it's during summer vacation on Nickelodeon. Okay. Know, yeah. Uh, when my mom was watching all my children <laughs> soap opera on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, you know, there's, a, there's a couple just classic songs. Uh, never smile at a crocodile. I don't know if you ever seen that. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> what's, what's the one I was, uh, there's that, there's something happening here. And like, <laughs> it's like out in a field and yeah. everybody's getting picked off. Yeah. The, the, the smile at the crocodile one, it's like this, these birds are singing this song, you know, never smiled a crocodile and they're in a swamp and there's just a, a Muppet crocodile that's, <laughs> that's swimming around. Right. And then like, I never smile at a crocodile. And then the crocodile goes, <laughs> and then eats them. And so the whole, the whole skit is just the crocodile eating all these birds. <laughs> it's perfect kids. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there's, countless clips from from the old show that um sort of have resonated throughout time and you know i learned about a lot of music that was popular before i was born yeah by watching the muppet show um there's a great opportunity abc is the one that's asking for the pilot right now um i think one of the producers of the big bang theory is the one that's actually writing the pilot which is not super excited about that um However, he won't we're be. Fa- the- we're fans of Muppets, <laughs> not necessarily fans of Big Bang Theory. Um, Sorry, I, I really. <laughs> I, there's so much potential for this. I would be super excited if ABC picked this up. Disney owns ABC. Disney owns the Muppets. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of hesitation there to get the material out. No. Um, there was a rumor that if ABC doesn't pick up the show, that Netflix would be interested in picking it up. Right. Netflix is doing a lot of great stuff. Don't want to, don't want to knock Netflix. The one thing that worries me about that is Netflix model. If they have a new series that comes out, boom, whole series, same day. Yeah. Um, great for binge watching if you're really into that, but there's something about that variety show that if all 15 episodes or 10 episodes, whatever it is, were right. released on the same day, 
it it would almost I feel like it would get stale too quickly. Like yeah, you you with a show like that. I mean, like you take SNL for example. They're they're writing that show each week. They're they're talking about current events. They they have you know whatever's popular at the beginning of a season for a variety show might be played out or yeah. there could be something way more popular at the end of that season that they're that they're not capitalizing on. Yeah. So to release a whole season of the Muppets at one time, like or the the Muppet Show. I just I I feel like it's a missed opportunity to kind of get that organic like up to date aspect right. of the show. I I agree, I agree with that because I think the binge watching is more tailored towards the serialized television. Exactly. You know that you get to an end of the episode and you're like, oh holy crap! I There's wanna, a cliffhanger. I got to see what happens next. I want to I want to see if this guy makes that. Just one more episode. Makes that bomb with a cupcake. <laughs> You know, it's, it's, I, cr- it's, it's cruel how Netflix will like automatically play the next episode if you don't like get to the remote fast enough. They're yeah. like, oh, uh, you know, you could stop, but five, five in, seconds, in five seconds, the next one's going to start. Four seconds. And, oh, three you, seconds. You wanted to pee? Sorry. Two seconds. Get ready because new show's turn. It's really rough when you're like, oh, man, I got to go to bed. I got, and you're already in bed. And you're like, I got to go to sleep. I got to wake up at six tomorrow morning. <laughs> And it's like it's three seconds, dog. It's it's a two hour finale. It's all you got left. It's just dog, one more. Dog, it's come on. Gonna, Sherlock needs you to watch it's him. It's not gonna hurt. <laughs> you can sleep tomorrow. All right, I'll set my alarm. <laughs> I'll set you know, three alarms. We're gonna get real here, and because my wife doesn't watch the shit or listen to this podcast, I can say this. <laughs> she is notorious for being super excited about the next episode. Uh-huh. And being like, I'm like babe it's it's like it's like 11 30 like I, I gotta go to work and she's like come on one more you can do it you can do this <laughs> and i'm like all right start it five minutes in i'm like hooked and i look yeah. over and she's just out <laughs> uh, so i mean she, she's like a game of civilization <laughs> just one more turn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway let us know what you guys think game of thrones uh the muppets Sesame Street, if you're into that sort of thing, uh, hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on uh, Twitter. Are, are you excited for any of these shows? What When this show comes out, episode one will always already come out. So let us know your thoughts on uh, the season premiere of Game of Thrones season five. Yeah. Uh, Good call, Travis. One more thing that we wanted to talk about this week is uh, it's subscription box services, right? So uh, there are a couple of these things that have become pretty popular lately. It's Loot Crate. Um, what's Loot, Loot Crate is the main one, right? And um, so I so I signed up for Loot Crate and this other service called Nerd Block. Okay. Um, and so what it was, what these services do is it's a monthly subscription. You sign up for it. They have themes every month, uh, like fantasy. I think for Loot Crate this month, it's um, it, the theme is fantasy. Mm-hmm. Last month my, uh, was Super Spy. Yeah, it was like Incognito or something like it, that. Yeah. Um, and so what they do is they you pay twenty bucks, and they send you just a variety of goods. So uh, like last month, I got a an Ad Libs or Mad Libs book, <laughs> a Super Spy Mad Libs. Ooh. Uh, a t-shirt with uh, James Bond that says, this isn't stirred. Or, this, oh, this is stirred. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sad, sad James Bond. You know, so so these, these services, they, they give you 
sometimes they give you shirts, but for the most part, they give you kind of niche. And, and this isn't a unique concept to Loot Crate. I mean, these these types of services are exploding on the internet. Yeah. You, you can get, you know, anything of the month clubs now, depending on what you're into. Um, there, I mean, I know... I, you, I, th- I think one of my wife's family friends, he has like a, a business sock of the month. Yeah. Type glove. <laughs> you, you see these ads on like the side of Facebook as you're scrolling through your newsfeed where it's like, hey, you want us to send you a new outfit every month? Sign up for our service. <laughs> yeah. Or like, um, I know I was looking for gifts for my wife one year and they do like cosmetics where mm-hmm. they send that every month. So, I mean. My, they, my, my, my roommate did the, the shirt of the month type yeah, thing. So, I mean, it's in a time where snail mail has kind of. It's becoming a little futile. Uh, this is a way to kind of get one package every month that is full of stuff that you're going to be into. And because we're kind of nerdy, yeah. you know, Loot Crate and Nerd Block are full of toys and junk that that we kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so uh, 20 bucks a month, right, for the Loot Crate, I, I pay... 29 for the the nerd block okay um and now so i think if you go to their website because I, 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 I think loot crate starts at like 15 bucks or something yeah but because we live on a rock in the middle of pacific I mean, I, you know shipping might be a little bit extra i make so i make so much money i don't actually pay attention <laughs> to the prices um but what the, the cool thing is is after i get the boxes I un- I unpack them and you can go on YouTube and you can watch people do their <laughs> unboxing, unboxing videos. Yeah. Um, but if you add up the prices of all that stuff that you get in the boxes, it usually adds up to at least at least ten to fifteen dollars more than what you pay into it. Yeah, when I was when I was doing a little bit of like research for this topic, yeah, Loot Crate usually says the average value of one of their boxes is around forty dollars. Yeah, which if you're spending 15 to 20 bucks or, you know, depending on shipping. Yeah. I mean, you're getting a deal. It's not a bad deal. You know? I, I, in the, my first month I got a, uh, a star Wars comic book and it was, you know, special edition, the first one. And you go on eBay and it's like 40 bucks by that. cell. Oh, that cell. so right there, that single item. Can, yeah. You know, you turn that around. Something. Well, you have a collection of stuff in these boxes that adds up to $40. I think the personal value that you have for this stuff, I mean, you you talk about nerds, you talk about geeks or whatever, and that has a lot of faces. That has a lot of, you know, you have video game people, you have comic book people. These boxes don't, they try to appeal to that broad range. And if you don't fall into all of those ranges, like, yeah some of the stuff may not be appealing to you that that's accurate with the nerd block uh there was a simon Pegg month right okay yeah and they there was like cosplay trading cards in there okay i <laughs> yeah i cosplay trading i can card. imagine what that would look like and but. and uh, i was like cool <laughs> what am i gonna do with these how how far is my trash can <laughs> You know, but but in that in that same in that same box, he also gave his autobiography, Nerd, oh, okay. Nerd Do Well. So, you, you know, there in uh, Loot Crate the that month, that same month, there was this really crappy like um, like note notepad mm-hmm. 
with pencils, right? Two pencils with like an eraser at the end. It's supposed to simulate like drumsticks. The oh. notepad was in the shape of a drum set. But the dumb thing, it's e- well, e- <laughs> I, even, I mean, go on. Even more dumb than that, the only part of the notepad that looked like a drum set was the cover page. As soon as you rip that cover page off, it's just a it's, it's just, just a regular notebook it's just with a regular, some weird shaped pencils. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, and there are ways that, especially Nerd Block, is trying to get around. Um, a, you know, maybe not giving you exactly what you want, or, or trying to fill certain voids they have. Um, themed nerd blocks now so they have like a video game themed one they mm-hmm. have their generic nerd block they have a, a horror one if you're into like horror movies and things like that and I am um, I, know, I know you are too yeah there's they have nerd kid blocks now so they have right. a boy and a girl one for I'm actually thinking about getting one for myself <laughs> um, but like I said you, you're not guaranteed what's in what's in the box uh nerd block always has a shirt mm-hmm. so so i mean that's cool yeah um but yeah i mean overall i mean you you subscribe to these for a few months how do you feel after after receiving these packages for a while is it is it worth the money is it i mean is it something that you would recommend to people that they try out so if you like to get random stuff if you were a person who likes getting things if you're Every like month. if you're like me and you have <laughs> the most bizarre collection of miniature figures on your desk at work <laughs> from a white walker to yeah. Mario to you know if, a if, creeper. If you're that kind of person who likes collecting this stuff, then yeah, I would absolutely sign up. I would absolutely suggest signing up for these things. Um, the service that you go for, you know, nerd nerdblock, loot crate, those aren't the only two services out there who that even specialize in the the geek nerd right. culture. The reason I signed up for both of them was because I wanted to try them out for two to three months to really like, well, which one is better? Right. And what you'll what I found is there's not really any consistency with quality between them. Uh, oh, okay. Like like for month to month, one might be better than the other. Yeah, uh, it just it just depends. Well, guys, if uh, this is something you're interested, in, maybe you've tried Loot Crate or Nerd Block or one of the other monthly mail-in subscription type things uh let us know what you think uh hit us up on facebook and leave a comment yeah um that's it that's our show i think i think i think that is our show episode nine and we got double digits next week man. whoa whoa whoa, oh. whoa. um uh, if, one one last thing travis before we leave i have to do this okay you quizzed me last week i did and I and I failed, <laughs> so I have a single question quiz for you this week. Oh, all right, fire oh. away. All right, this quiz is Laffy Taffy rapper joke or Brandon joke. I, I feel like the Venn diagram on that is just a circle, <laughs> but but okay. Uh, these are jokes I've submitted. <laughs> all right, so here's here's the first joke. All right, I'm ready. What did? One window, say to the other window. I don't know. I'm in pain. <laughs> uh, why did I laugh at that? <laughs> um, All right. So was that on a Laffy Taffy wrapper? Yeah. Or is that something you came up with? Yeah. Because it deals with pain, I'm going to say it's yours. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that, is, that is, in fact, on a Laffy Taffy wrapper. Wow. All right. 
I mentioned this. I read that joke to my wife, and she's like, why is that a thing? That doesn't even make any sense. And for me, I was like, that's, that's kind of a dark joke if you <laughs> yeah, think about I it. I am in great pain. <laughs> Go. Come on, chill out. We're windows, man. Just relax. Help me. <laughs> uh, all right. So can we expect more of those in future episodes? Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Zero to one. <laughs> Um, folks, that's our show. Uh, if you want to get in contact with the show, there's a few ways you can do it. You can email us at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. Uh, you can go like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow, or there's Twitter. Check us out on Apathusiast. All right. Um, Periscope, we still do that from time to time. Uh, if you're if you're using Periscope, follow us on there. We do do Periscope. And I said do do. <laughs> As always, if you like the show, uh, head over to iTunes. Leave leave us five stars. Yeah, uh, help help us out. Uh, it's it's really it's really beneficial to the show. Uh, and tell a friend. Tell tell a stranger about apathetic enthusiasm. Yeah, go go to a, a message board, whatever message board you you frequent, and and just and just tell them, hey. You guys, have you heard of apathetic enthusiasm? It's the bee's angles. Not <laughs> Get it? All right, guys, that's it. I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. All right, we'll talk to you next week. See ya. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.